0: Today on the show, we're exploring the beautiful world of body odor. So, where does BO come from? And why do we smell? For this, we called up a scientist named Gavin Thomas. And when we got to chatting, he told us about a presentation he had to give when he first got into this BO world.
1: And I remember going down and being a bit nervous and walking into the to the room to do my presentation. I actually think, oh, my God, I can smell some BO on me. And I was like, this is to come to do a project about trying to stop body odor production.
0: So in addition to being a bit smelly himself, Gavin is a professor of microbiology at the University of York in the UK. And he told me that the reason we have BO, it all comes down to the microbes that make their home on our bodies. So, to understand how this happens, imagine that you were a bacterium on the human body. Where would you live? Hmm. Well, you could pick something like the forearm or the elbow. But those areas are pretty dry and exposed. It's pretty hard to live there. Sort of like camping in the desert. A much better place to live would be the secluded, moist oasis of the armpit. And you're not the only one who wants to live there.
1: So you've got a really, really an area which is stuffed full of microbes, all happily chomping away on sweat secretions. So it's it's a great place to be.
0: One reason this is a great place to be is that there's a buffet full of tasty bacteria treats. It's your sweat. Your armpit makes two main kinds of sweat. One kind is that salty liquid that trickles out when you're going for a jog. And this is the stuff that cools your body down. But the other kind, the kind that the bacteria love to eat, is this special sweat.
1: It is much more complicated. Uh, It would look like uh, kind of a thick, milky kind of liquid if if you looked at it.
0: If that other sweat is basically salt water, this special sweat is kind of like a milkshake. So yeah, my milkshake brings all the bacteria to the yard. All right, anyway, for bacteria, this is the good stuff. And scientists don't really understand why we make this special sweat. Whether or not it serves any real purpose is a mystery. We start pumping it from our pits and our groin and a couple other places around puberty. And bacteria love it because it's full of fats and other stuff that they can chow down on.
1: So they can get food out of it. And then the molecule that's left, uh, they spit out.
0: And those molecules they spit out? Those are the real stars of today's episode. That's what BO is. I asked Gavin, is BO sort of like the bacteria poop?
1: (laughs) Yeah, kind of, yeah.
0: Your sweat itself is odorless, but that sweat gets eaten up by the bacteria who poop out these chemicals, and that is BO. And there are dozens of these smelly biochemicals, all made by bacteria chowing down on different stuff in that milkshake sweat. Gavin actually works on one of the stinkiest biochemicals. He said it sort of smells like a cheesy, oniony, sulfur-like stench. It's really gross. One time, a grad student spilled a little on his lab by mistake.
1: I like that tiny, tiny amount, and the whole department stank. (laughs) body odor for a few hours. So this is really, 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 really pungent stuff.
0: And that's just one of the chemicals that make up B.O. Everyone has their own signature B.O. cocktail. Like, some of these chemicals wafting off our pits have more of an acidic, spicy smell. There's even one that's known as a pig pheromone. And one called goat acid, which smells like goats. Okay, so that's where B.O. comes from. Bacteria in your armpits eat up this special kind of sweat and then basically poop out chemicals that can waft through the air. And this explains why some of us are smellier than others. We may have more of those bacteria that make the really stinky chemicals. Others may have less of them. And this also has to do with your genetics. Like there are some people who just don't really have stinky pits. Scientists have found that a lot of them have this particular genetic mutation that changes what's in their sweat, which means they basically don't give off that oniony chemical. And so, for them,
1: so their overall smell is quite different. Their odor is is much less pungent, and is, is described as being more sweet.
0: This mutation is most common in some places in East Asia, like Korea and China, where it's actually the norm. Something like 80 to 95% of East Asian people don't have stinky pities, But many of us aren't this lucky and do have stanky BO. And for a long time, we've been told that we need to do something about it. That's where deodorant and antiperspirants come in. In the U.S., deodorants started hitting the market around 100 years ago. And to get people to start buying this stuff, companies had to convince them that it was necessary in the first place. So ad campaigns were born, telling people, especially women, that if they didn't start using deodorant, they'd basically die alone. Here's one newspaper ad from the 1930s. You're a pretty girl, Mary. And you're smart about most things, but you're just a bit stupid about yourself. You love a good time, but you seldom have one. Evening after evening, you sit at home alone. You've met several grand men who seemed interested at first. They took you out once, and that was that. Wake up, Mary! Yeah, it turns out that the cause of Mary's loneliness was, you guessed it, B.O. We found tons of ads like this, and the industry has exploded over the years. The vast majority of people in the U.S. wear deodorant, 90% of us. Yeah, all because of some bacteria poop. This was a short segment from our full episode on deodorant, where we look at how deodorant works and whether it could be bad for us. If you'd like to listen and find out, head over to our main feed, Science Versus, by searching for Science VS in Spotify and clicking on deodorant. Is it dangerous? See you over there. Thanks for listening.